Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Brother date, everybody. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Mm, what are we doing this week? Mailbag by Brother Date. Oh, it's that. I mean, that's time. what we're doing this week. Hey, did I hit my iPad hard enough? I just want to make sure that it was definitely audible on the thing that I went. <laughs> yep, I can hear okay. that. Good, good. Next time I won't be so exuberant. It's exciting. Uh, Mailbag's exciting. That's uh, when everyone gets to participate in all of their great opinions about fruit. And Sriracha and um, Neo Geo that we get to talk about all of it. Yeah, it's good stuff. So uh, let's jump all the way back to April 23rd. Actually, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that's true. We haven't missed any weeks, so. No. Uh, Shannon writes in, at Brother Date, Iron Brew's flavor can't be described. That's why they don't describe it. It's very sweet. The closest thing I can compare it to is cotton candy. I don't know. That's a pretty good description. It is. However, I think we may get another attempt to describe it later, and we'll see if it lines up. You know what always, um, like, you were talking about Inca Colas. Yeah. And how their flavor seems to be, like, sweet nastiness. Yeah. Like a pineapple cream soda. Yeah. To me, that's always what the cream soda dum-dums taste like. It was like, oh, okay. like an Inca Cola. Okay. Maybe Were you, Iron Brew's kind of like that. Where you been drinking Inca Cola? I've had them. Okay. I've had them. Trust me, I've had them. Don't bing All it. Right, I, you don't need I to bing you. it. You don't need to bing you it. Know, I've already had them. You know who likes Inca Cola? Mm. Our remote Star Trek correspondent, Ben Town. Oh, he actually like likes it? Uh-huh. Yeah, we, we, uh, we bought him a six-pack of it somewhere once. That's kind of gross. Uh, Marjan one time tried to, you know, a few years ago now, but long after they'd originally stopped making it, she bought a whole bunch of Surge uh-huh. from the internet. Yeah. I'd like to say it's entirely because of that Whitey Cracker song. Um, uh, it could be. But she really did like Surge when she was a kid. And we tried to drink some of that, and it was pure poison. 100% poison. It said on the <laughs> label, this is poison. It was really bad. So, you know, we can't blame Ben if he likes the Inca Cola. Some people drink poison. Do you got a Do you have cheer wine out there? Um, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a it's a beverage that I'm mostly familiar with from McElroy Brothers podcast, so they definitely have it in West Virginia. Well, we probably do then. Uh, but uh, Katie picked up one the other night when she was getting sandwiches from Ike's where they have weird sodas. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. It looks generic. Yeah, uh, anyway, it's it's a, a nominally a cherry-flavored soda, and it's like, what if Dr. Pepper was too scary for people because of all of the spices? So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say pass. Too spicy? Too spicy. I can't drink this. Let alone something like a 
Dr. Star or Dr. Joe's or something that might be even spicier. Fucking Noid straight up going, too spicy, I can't drink this. <laughs> Red pepper? Yuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, how come that game was so bad and so good? The uh, game Yo Noid based on the Noid. Oh, uh, it's unknowable. Based well, on Domino's right. The Noid. You're right that it was a garbage game, but also not that bad, frankly. Like, the platforming was so bad, and the pizza contests were so cool. It's one of those things where sometimes even a bad platformer can be f- kind of fun, a la Bug- Bugs Bunny Birthday Blowout. <laughs> wait, 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 when was that game pretty fun? <laughs> you didn't enjoy Bugs Bunny Birthday Blowout? Oh, I remember that being... To get all them big carrots, son. I remember that being close to unplayable. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It was trash. Straight <laughs> trash. <laughs> when you were the Noid, you had special power. Sometimes you could use a lightning. And, well, um, and don't forget, you, you could collect pizza multiplier cards. <laughs> and all the pizza multiplier cards, so you'd win at the pizza eating contest. <sighs> God, that was... Um, I remember that. There were only... I feel like that game only had about six levels, right? I remember the ice level. There was a lot of slipping and sliding around, and you were killing yetis and shit. Maybe I have a tolerance for bad platforming uh, to an extent that you don't, because I played so much Moon Patrol on the Atari 2600. That's how you got your shit started. Your video game shit. Yeah, basically. All that Moon Patrol. I played a lot of Moon Patrol. I played some. I played a little bit of Moon Patrol. Then you beat level five, which is not easy. You get to level six, which is just level one again, but now rockets occasionally shoot up behind you, and they are very hard to avoid. Did they do that dumb thing where they accelerated super quick? So, like, they came into the screen going slow, and then they'd fucking speed the hell up, speedway the fuck up? It's been so many years since I did a moon patrol that I don't know. But, I remember uh, I remember it, it being could like be that. something like that. Uh, I'm gonna, before I jump into this next one, I do want to... Uh, I do want to check your emotional levels and see if you are healthy enough to talk about taxes again. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, what? I didn't hear that. What? Like it's only been two weeks since the bad, mm. the bad day. Hmm. Since the main bad day. Hmm. Um, I don't know what. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> huh? Huh? Uh, it's going to be a tough episode for you, if not. Oh. Let's just jump right in. Oh, okay. uh, Shannon writes, at Brother Date, if you have an employer in the UK, taxes are easy. It's all done automatically on a monthly basis. You don't have to think about it at all. Ugh. The rate is fairly high, but it includes health care, so there's that. Uh, sounds so good. As, as a freelancer, I have to file taxes each year, but it's all online and a fairly simple process, actually, at least compared to the U.S. system. Everything is simple compared to our system. Everything. But it's not all It's not all good for her because uh, she is also a U.S. citizen, and so she has to file taxes every year. Not pay, because she's not earning money in the U.S., just file. Just file and say, I don't owe anything. Right. Uh, she says it's an awful process, several different forms, and she has to get a letter from uh, the equivalent of the IRS to prove that she pays taxes in the UK. Jeez. And if she made more than around $100,000, she'd also have to pay the US money. <laughs> They're like, you didn't get anything here, but you're making so much money, we want a piece of it. You use none of our services, you do not live here, and none God. of the money was earned here or from a US corporation, but... God. Uh, Daddy still wants a sip of that. They Nectar. are monsters. Really. Just terrible monsters. Let's let's Venezuela this shit. Let's just do it. 
run people over in the streets with a military vehicle. Hey, did you not appreciate Twitter just throwing that up on the breaking news apps? Just like, this is something you probably want to see. Hey, you probably want to see a bunch of people die, right? How about, how about a warning? How about like, hey, uh, maybe you need to click this if you want to see the tanks running over people or armored vehicles or whatever they were. Yeah. Instead of just, like, I'm just scrolling around. It's like, oh, there went a bunch of people underneath one of those things. Okay. <laughs> oh. Well, it's not like uh, I watched it's not murder like when I see, not like when I am on the just out on the street and I see a fire truck. I don't think that thing would just wipe me out. <laughs> think, of, think of what it would be like if you were under that thing. Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, I, if I saw that. I went, oh, OK, Twitter. Thanks for that. I'm going to uh, stay off. Don't worry. It's already not trending. Oh, I know. People don't care. Uh, you know, Messi scored his 600th goal for <laughs> Barcelona today. So that's about five or six of the trending items for me. <laughs> People got their priorities straight. Uh, Ryan uh, wrote on the 24th, Oh, goodness, opened Landry for the first time in well over a year. Mm. How did he open uh, it? Did it even work? Did it just did it load for an hour? This is a good question. I assume he must have loaded it on a fairly, uh, fairly c- capable piece of hardware. He opened it on actual Landry? I think so. I think that's what you have to do these days. On the 29th, Ryan writes... Uh, Having run a half marathon yesterday, what a brag! I feel strongly that one does not take any risks in the last mile. Yes, maybe like, there's something different about running a full marathon. I doubt it, though. It's kind of like um, you don't really have enough energy left to make anything risky happen. It's just like, can I stay upright? Now, the main risk that people seem to take in the last mile of a marathon is actually in the last hundred feet of a marathon. When some people take the risk of like throwing their arms up and slowing down, and <laughs> yes, then like the sometimes someone passes them and that's amazing, or <laughs> the sometimes risk. they like uh, they just their stride changes and they trip and fall and then they don't have they can't do lactic acid good enough to get back up <laughs> and someone that. has to help them up like <laughs> I've seen that too <laughs> where they like they start to slow down a little bit but the ground's a little slick because it rained half an hour ago and they just slide and fall on their ass and then they're just down yeah. that's it and you just and you just know that if they had just kept the pace they'd been keeping <laughs> and just run clean through the finish line they would have made it just fine but it's like they just slipped right 10 feet from the line all right so there you did you sussed that one out there are risks in the last mile the last yeah. mile of a marathon it's basically are you going to celebrate too early like a jackass and yep. are you maybe going to slip and fall and then you're dead so you better just keep those steps real careful I'm not uh I'm not the world's biggest uh Schadenfreude guy. Mm. But I do enjoy and there's not enough content to do this regularly, but I do enjoy checking in about once every three months on the premature celebration Reddit <laughs> to see yeah, let uh, it build up a bicyclist bit. who thinks he's won the race but there's another lap to go or uh <laughs> Uh, the endless, endless litany of college football players dropping the ball before they cross the goal line in celebration. I'm sure I've angrily ranted about how much more prevalent that's become in recent years. I, it seems like why there are so many examples. There's a yep. whole subreddit again, you can go to. Again, I would really think the first time someone did that 15, 20 years ago, whenever it happened, no one would ever do it again. But nope, <laughs> apparently everyone went, that is what's hot on the street. I got to do that. That's what makes you famous. I'm going to drop the ball on the one yard line because they do it. I thought I saw it like almost once a week in the NFL last year. There's fucking, there's nothing you can do about it. I saw one in Aussie rules and it's like, hey, wait a minute. 
you have to put the ball down has, in the end zone. That's, that's the crowd. act that causes you to score. But it's still a dude like slows down and starts celebrating and just gets the ball stripped. And it's like, oh, no, you you made it. You were in the end zone. Yeah, there's not even any crossing the plane. Like, put that ball no. down, idiot. Do the one thing that you have to do to score the point. Oof. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. But I'm glad that so you let I, the material build up before you go back and check again. You, you have to because it's like as often as it happens. It's really like there's like one new new good one every couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's going to be real short if you're checking in on the daily. Well, that's why I was upset that the AAF folded so quickly, because, you know, with that group of fucking B grade players, there was going to be a whole lot of one yard line premature celebration fuck ups. And then they went and went bankrupt. <sighs> well, I'm still mad. That that Indian football league didn't seem to happen. They had, and also that they just didn't play a game during any of the four weeks I was in India. They had a very ambitious plan. Didn't they have like 38 teams or something crazy? They had a fucking ton of teams and they had a plan to get into all of the Indian colleges, which of course is the thing you would need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it just didn't happen. And I wanted to go see the Pune Panthers or whatever play for sure. It would have been pretty wild. Do they have a lot of, like, 6'8", 300-pound Indians? Are there a lot of them? Nah, but, like, if there aren't any of them... Because, like, it would be... You're still watching football. <laughs> it would be fascinating to see, like, a tiny little offensive line. <laughs> I, I, I just imagine the trick plays that will still work in the Indian Football League. Oh, like, yeah. it's all new to them. That's a good point. Yeah, you could, you could hide... You could crouch down and hide behind the line. You could do the thing where you pull the whole line except for three guys way out to the right, and it'd probably work. The one that never works might work. The one that has never worked in America <laughs> would probably work. Zero for a thousand because people keep trying it. <laughs> what is that play supposed to do? Uh, it it requires it requires that you have just superhuman speed throwing the ball out to the flank. Like, I think we all know that the attempt is to get draw the other team off sides. Like, they're just going <laughs> to yes. go, what is this now? Uh, uh, I'm nervous. Because <laughs> I've never seen all, it. So, assuming they don't jump, and why would you? Because if you ever see that formation on the defense, you're like, well, I can't do anything with oh, this. That's, so. It's almost an easy out situation. You almost just sit down. Yeah, you can, frankly, yeah, you just be like, look, the only thing we have to do is not go off sides here. <laughs> that's right. This is a guaranteed fail. Uh so assuming that they don't go offside, then it's like the only thing you can do is try to get that ball out on the slant as fast as possible. But the fact of the matter is 80% of the time, if the defense doesn't jump, it's an illegal formation as soon as the ball snaps. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Because like they're too far from the ball. They never line up on the line of scrimmage. And there's a line judge who's just fucking looking down the pipe of that thing. And he's like, uh, everybody but the center oh, was my it's illegal formation. Everyone but the center. That's my favorite. And we'd call it on him if it was allowed. <laughs> that's my favorite when they call that. <laughs> when they call like offsides ev- or um, false start, everyone but the center. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, they're the refs feeling sassy out there. Well, it's super good because that is uh, that is of course a very passive aggressive way of saying the center's the one who fucked up. Like everyone <laughs> else knew what count the ball was going to be snapped that's on. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, only the guy snapping the ball didn't know. He was the only one in the dark on this thing. Uh, that's up there with uh, personal foul giving him the business. As so, <laughs> one of my personal favorite. Personal foul? Just giving him the business. 
<sighs> well, yeah, too bad that Indian League didn't work out. That would have been great. Uh, and then our last uh, piece of mail from uh, from the Twitter this week, uh, Ryan wrote, okay, but a good chicken fried steak is a treat. I'm in. I love chicken fried steak. I, I accept that it is um, nasty old fucking cat food meat underneath that batter. I still love it. I eat it everywhere I can go. You get it. Oh, but you live in Nashville. So you can get it in a lot of places. You can you can get chicken fried steak at the gas station there, can't you? That's the best kind. Yeah, you you love that gas, gas station. Gravy's steak. all dripping through the rollers. <laughs> yeah, you stop off, you fucking uh you put the thing in the tank and you walk in and get a get a chicken fried steak. Some nasty mashed potatoes. <laughs> I so I'm in it. I I I'm I'm with Ryan. I get it. This is a short mailbag this week. Um go ahead and send us mail. Uh, Twitter, email, etc. Uh, don't worry, we're not done with the audience participation part of the show, though. It is time for our other off-week segment. You know the one. You do it. Oh, man. Now. So offensive. Call me Bobby. I think everyone at home did what I just did, which is take their headphones out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, I got a note from Katie like about a month ago that I needed to turn up body specifically. <laughs> to make it even more annoying. <laughs> Not the intro, oh, but the him. actual audio clip. Sure, sure, sure. And so I've just been piping all my clips in a little hotter since then. Well, there's something extra shrill about the uh, that song. Yeah, but I figure it's supposed to be. Let's uh let's jump right in. Do it. Hello again to both of you. It is, uh, as always, uh, it seems uh, time for the next installment then of my uh, audio letter. Um, so I, I wanted to, of course, address the issues that were raised up as um, I always try and do. Uh, I wanted to start first by thanking uh, Matt in particular uh, because he was so... Uh, so kind and considerate, uh, <laughs> uh, appreciating um, the input and uh, and really chastising uh, Judah, obviously, for his um, very rude interruptions. So, you know, I, I realise now uh, who, the, who the better brother is. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, Matt. Don't worry, everybody knows. We've all always known who the it's, evil one there's, is. There's never been a contest. Yeah. And moving on then to answering some of the specific Issues that were uh, raised. Iron Brew uh, was one of the first one. Um, I think you, you got these uh, mentioned. Um, Iron Brew is, as you said, is the national soft drink of Scotland. Um, Scotland's one of the very few countries, I believe, in which Coca-Cola or a Coca-Cola derivative is not the number one soft drink in Iron Brew. Is um, Unfortunately, in terms of describing what it is, it's very difficult. Um, I know that several American people who have tried it have said Something like um, a cross between sort of cream soda, bubblegum flavors, some sort of ambiguous fruit, um, and even we are not really sure what it tastes like. But whatever it is, it tastes like it doesn't taste like anything found in nature. So, uh, but it's it's quite nice. So it's the Applejack's defense, as anticipated. <laughs> Applejack's. I was thinking Kool Aid. Oh, isn't it true that Kool-Aid doesn't taste like anything but Kool-Aid? Like if you tried to describe it, you'd just say sweet. 
Yeah, I think so. Sweet? I don't know. And there are different flavors, but none of them taste like anything. I don't know. I haven't had Kool-Aid in, I mean, so long now. I want I I want to say twenty years. I don't know if that's true. I think it could even be longer than that. You can get it in restaurants here, but I don't even. Try. I'm sorry, what? You can get it in restaurants in Nashville, in certain restaurants, but I've never tried because I know it's gonna be just so sweet, so painfully what fucking, sweet. What flavor? Um, grape. Um, you can get grape Kool Aid in a restaurant that you pay money to. Maybe a restaurant is generous, but certainly some sort of food hole. We've seen it. Marjan and I have seen Kool-Aid on the menu, but we will not chance it. It'll be way too sweet. Can't handle it. It's not just like Jamaica or something, but they call it Kool-Aid because they don't want to scare people. <laughs> no, I think they use they use the it's the Kool-Aid with the K and everything. They don't TM it. They should. Damn. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So that's a thing. Uh, but that's what I was thinking of. So Applejack's for sure. What is an Applejack's? It's not Apple. I just, I just loved when that line of commercials came out, where it's like kids, the dumb, parents just don't dumb, understand. Dumb dad is like, but it doesn't taste like apples. And, and the then they're are like, like, no dad, shit, you idiot. Why are you, you such a idiot. fucking moron? Hey, is dad, mom, you fucking jerk. Is mom gonna peg you again tonight? You little fucking <laughs> pussy. And you're just like, oh, these commercials are getting rough. Man, <laughs> he just asked All a right. question. It's a, it's a common sense question. I just love that someone was at Apple Jacks was like, do we finally have to get in front of this? <laughs> Make it the it whole campaign. Of course it doesn't taste like apples. Uh, I tend to drink Iron Brew Extra, which is uh, essentially the uh, Iron Brew version of Coke Zero. So the no sugar version that tastes much closer to the original. Does it have double caffeine too? Yeah, cause I'm gonna say, when I hear extra, that's what I assume. Yeah, because extra shouldn't mean less of something. It's extra yeah, I, not full of calories. <laughs> I get it, but like not only is Pepsi Max a zero calorie Pepsi, but it also has double caffeine. And of course, the drink of the gods, Pib Extra. Pib Extra. <laughs> Which is my drink of choice. Marjan will tell you. Anywhere Pib Extra is on the menu, I will order that. <laughs> that is what I want to drink, and I'll drink it all fucking day. So again, not a place that has a fountain. And Pib Extra is one of the options, but you would actually tell oh, a, yeah. wait, a member of a wait staff that you would like a Pib Extra. Yell that shit from across the restaurant. <laughs> Fucking, I'll, I'll just yell, I'll just say Pib to everything she says. Pib, please, Pib, Pib Extra. Pib Extra. Pib. If I go somewhere and they have both Diet Coke and Coke Zero, I just order the Diet Coke, even though I like Coke Zero better, just because I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Do you have Coke like, Zero? Oh, I will actually have a Coke Zero. Mm. Do you have a Pepsi Max? That's really mm. that's the Pepsi I enjoy the most. Now, which of the Coca-Cola varietals do you have? <laughs> do, you... do you have spicy cherry <laughs> Diet Coke? Do you, do you have the strawberry guava uh, Could Diet I, Coke? Could I, perchance, trouble you for a ginger lime Diet Coke? Now, don't, uh, don't worry your pretty little head about it. I'll just go with the blueberry acai Coke, if, it's, <laughs> if that's available. Um, and then I was... Uh, so, like, again with this Kool-Aid, is it a thing you order? Or is it like, you know how every restaurant's uh, I swear to God, I've seen it dispenser written. used to have high C on it? And you'd be like, who's drinking high C? Used to. I see you haven't been in a Subway in a while. Uh, yeah, Mia Copa. It's been a long time since I've been in a Subway. <laughs> is it because you were sexually harassed there? Because that's why I can't go back. Uh, honestly, it's because the only Subway that had a parking lot nearby has closed. 
Oh, why don't they? They should really get to um, drive through. You you could uh, just tell them what you wanted. You don't have to be in front. You don't of have them. to watch them meticulously put four pieces of cheese on there, but not a fifth. <laughs> it actually makes you feel worse to see it done. Yeah, I'd really rather not watch. You see them consult the guide that shows you how to lay out the cheese on the six-inch meatball sub, and you're like, Jesus, like, God do forbid you want they give me a fourth cheese? cheese triangle. You can get extra meat and cheese for 35 cents, and you go, no, and they go, then you only get four. <laughs> you just go, all right, Jesus. Um, uh, no, dude, I'm talking about seeing Kool-Aid on like a menu. Written, written down with words. It's still wild to me. Yeah, well, come out to then Nashville. I'll show, you all this, I'll show you all the places with Kool-Aid. Oh, I will. Mom invited me out to your house this this fall. We'll do the Kool Aid tour, and the diet iron brew or the dying coke tastes to the originals. Uh, I was a bit uh, thrown back by the idea that um, chips from a chip shop in in the UK looked bad to you. Do you know? You, I don't know um, if you only like crispy kind of French fry style uh, chips. Um, I much prefer the chips over here. So perhaps this is just a thing about what you grow up with, but very um, fat, thick chips here. Um, so while the outside has um, a very slight level of crispiness to it because it's been deep fried, um, the center of the potato is more like sort of mashed potato, really. Nope, that's exactly why. Yeah, I like the ones where you get a nice crisp, like <clears throat> a lot more surface area to soft potato on the inside. So like yeah, the, the thinner, uh, like the thinner and tinier the uh, the potatoes are, the better. I, I think I've been very clear about this. I don't like mashed potatoes, so having uh, just a, having a mashed potato where the outside—I mean, this is like a croquette or something, right? Where it's like, uh, yeah. uh, hey, the outside's a little bit of something, but uh, but the inside is still a mashed potato, though. Hey, you know, there's a place that claims to be a French restaurant between a Dairy Queen and a gas station over here. Okay, do you think I should try it out? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about Kool-Aid in restaurants earlier, and then you said croquette, and I thought, oh, this is a that, that's the restaurant we I should try next. Yeah, definitely. Any restaurant that has survived next to a Dairy Queen is worth trying. Okay, I'm going to give it a shot. There's got to be something. It could just be sheer spite, but either way, that's fine, too. They advertise like brunch. If, you got the, if the only thing keeping a restaurant going is that the uh, proprietor just won't give up and is willing to sink unlimited money into this <laughs> dumb project, that's worth trying, too. I don't care. <laughs> If you could taste that spite, mm. yeah, that was like um, that was like my idea to buy a house in uh, Atherton, but just constantly have it under construction, <laughs> just forever, just forever and ever and ever to bother everyone in the zip code. Uh, that's my next door neighbor. <laughs> house has been under construction for nine months. <laughs> the difference is not to be mean, because I know those taxes ruined you, but like those Atherton homes. No, no, I get it. And the people who live in them. Those people are the kind of people... Oh, no, yeah, it is true. The the not-in-my-backyard people yeah, the, in Atherton. The yeah. people who'd be like, don't you dare put a light on this street. If I see fucking <laughs> one street light around here, I'm going to fucking <laughs> scream. That's why I would have three cranes going at all times. <laughs> Dude, just do weird shit. Like, they're knocking down all the trees on the property. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd... And, then, and then they're putting in new trees, and then they knock those down six months later. I'd build it halfway up. And then I'd go down and I'd inspect it and I'd kind of like stroke my chin and look at it and I'd go, knock it all down and start over. And that's that is what a do. good, that's a great rich villain idea. If I won the lottery, I'd, that's definitely what I would do. I mean, you'd have to win it a lot. 
Atherton's very expensive. <laughs> you couldn't win it normal. You'd have to big win. You'd have to big win the big lottery. I'd win the big lottery and I'd buy that plot of land and then I everyone would move out of that fucking town. Hey, um, I know a bunch of like accountants and stuff. Uh, ben is one of them. If you win the lottery big, maybe talk to some people before you start on a big spite project <laughs> like that. I feel like... It's fine to do that, but you really want to make sure that you're you're secure. The like, I don't know. Maybe maybe you set up a trust or something that manages the spite home. Oh boy! So that you're not just that constantly dumping your own money into it. That I don't know. Would be an amazing trust. I'm sure there's some kind of tax advantaged way to do this. We we'll figure it out if and when. But all right. Well, I guess we're I'm just... not saying I'm not saying don't do the hateful project uh, <laughs> because I I too enjoyed the idea. I'm just saying. You know, get get right with the get right with your finances before you embark on it. All right. Well, I'll have to start playing then. I'll have to start actually playing lottery so I can do this. There you go. Um, so it's a lot thicker. Um, requires a bit more to get through, but um, it also helps I think absorb uh, the vinegar that we would put on it as well. Uh, and struck, of course, by the differences in our tax system. Obviously, I assume. Uh, Matt has uh, attempted to end it all, um, listen to the levels of depression that, that were striking him, and, and obviously your, uh, Judah's uh, levels of sadness over, over the uh, unexpected tax bill. Uh, that's not something that happens to workers in the UK, um, excepting potentially the self-employed. Uh, but anyone who works what you would consider a normal job for a single employer, uh, we have a system called PAYE, pay as you earn, and your tax is deducted at source, and you can never be asked to pay more tax on your salary. Um, the only time where you might get a weird um, quirk is if, for example, you change jobs mid-tax year that pays a lot more, uh, and then you maybe go back to another job before the tax year ends. You might still continue to pay a higher tax rate than you would, or if you get a large bonus uh, in one month, the government might uh, deduct a higher tax rate because tax is uh, based on annual income, not monthly income. Um, but the tax deduction is based on monthly contributions. So, for example, um, if I pay, if I'm paid forty-five thousand pounds a year, that puts me uh, below the higher tax rate. But if I were to get a ten thousand pound bonus in one month, the government doesn't know that's a bonus. So they assume that I'm just earning that much more every month. So they might continue to deduct at a higher level until uh, until they go back to the normal. And so I, I would get a tax refund uh, in April when the tax year has ended uh, because they accidentally took too much off of me. Um, but you don't have to claim that back. You don't have to fill out any forms. Everything just happens. Um, if you're self-employed, it's a bit tricky. Self-employed is much more like what you guys have generally, where you submit a self-assessment form at the end of the year, or you, you submit it in January um, because the tax year ends in March, and you say this is how much I earned. Here's whatever uh, deductions are uh, applicable, and here's a check for how much money I owe you. Um, what else mentioned? Or you get? Uh before he moves on to something else i i just wanted to uh, say i left all of that in to infuriate everybody because that's almost exactly how our tax uh, system <laughs> works except for the part at the end where he says you don't have to you don't have to play the guessing game of how much do i owe you yeah um i was gonna say without the guessing game what's the fun 
Like, if I if there's no chance, I'm going to have to go up on the roof and jump off. <laughs> like, what, where's the fun of life? What am, why am I playing? Well, I might as well just be playing the tax simulator. Like, wh- I'm trying to play something fun. So, yeah, maybe the taxes are going to come back, and I'm going to look at everything, and I'm I'm going to give a silent look to my wife, and then she'll never see me again, either because I've skipped town or because I've killed myself. What is the fun without that? Oh, That's my what we favorite. do here. One of my favorite parts of that is that despite listening to hundreds of hours of you talk, like, arguably, this is a man who knows you better than any of the people you work with. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just I don't talk to them. Just to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, he still thinks that uh, this tax scenario had you in a pretty bad place. <laughs> and not, uh, and not, oh, actually, fairly near Matt's baseline. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I mean, this is. Like, has he not heard you talk about when a router doesn't work? Oh, I don't, why are you trying to do this? Don't mess me up. Um... <laughs> No, but if you really want to see me the most pissed off, it's when we talk about the mail system. If we want to talk about how the U.S. mail works, you want to talk about that? Huh? I want to talk about the differences. Does it work over there? I'm curious. Hey, how does the mail work in your neck of the woods? Yeah. Because it doesn't work here. He is, he is going to answer that question. Here, they'll just say delivered, and then you'll never get a package. And you'll go, hmm. Was it, though? And then, like, ten days later, maybe you'll get that package. Who knows? Uh, I had a fun little mail mystery last week. Oh, yeah, I remember this. So, uh, do you? I think you told me about this. Or maybe. So my ma- my mailman uh, skipped a day. <laughs> by which I mean, by the time, the last time I checked the mail, which was at like 7 p.m., he had not come. And I, nor- normally, all right, so this is this is a thing that you will understand and no one on the on the call will no one on the podcast will on this big conference call that we're having yes uh normally i don't put mail in my mailbox for the mailman to pick up sure i don't like adding to his workload like that well he can't handle and also i don't like him reading the addresses on my mail (laughs) i don't want him to know where i'm sending mail to like i know someone has to get that to its destination sure but this guy knows what my house looks like he knows what i look like you think he's I kind of don't want him making connections between my house and another place you think... and just making a mental map in his mind like this guy sends mail to this spot. Now, is it the general uneasiness that I feel about people knowing things about me or are you afraid he's going to replace you? Oh, no, just the first thing. Okay, all right. <clears throat> There's no specific fear here. Um. So anyway, he, he didn't come by like 7. But when I got up by like 8 a.m. the next morning... He had picked up the mail, and I was like, well, that's way earlier than he normally does, so I don't know if he's like, he's making up for whatever happened yesterday. But here is the thing. One of those letters made it to its destination by 2 p.m. that day, Uh... and uh, it was to my pen pal Emily, and she sent me a picture of the mail saying, how did this get here so quickly? And the stamps were not canceled, and there was no postmark on it. And so I was like, this son of a bitch, he picked up my mail this morning, he read the addresses, and he said, I know where this is. I'll just drive it over there. That's fun. We don't need to put this one through the system. That's hella creepy. That's creepy as shit, right? Later, Emily's husband noticed that there was some marking on the bottom of the envelope that suggested that it had been processed. So now I still just don't understand how it happened so quickly. Right. But like, uh, 
for a minute I was like, my f- my fucking mailman's a weird creeper. He's just driving around by himself. He's dri- he's just he's just he's a fucking male vigilante. <laughs> he's just taking my mail off the books under the table under the table mail. Yeah, you didn't tell me about this one. You told me about some package that had been claimed to be delivered but had not or something. Some uh, something no, that happens I had a lot. A- I had some shit where I was expecting an Amazon delivery, oh. and instead that morning I just got a note that was like, hey, we've refunded you for that. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I mean, what? <laughs> Why? You might not just deliver it to me. Uh, Seems like that'd be easier. And then when I went to like check up on the order, it was like, sometimes mail uh, gets returned to us for some reason. Uh, so yeah, if, and then if you want to get us really pissed off, that's what that's what we should be talking about is this kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. The taxes, okay, whatever. I'm broke. I don't have any money anymore. I can't buy services and, and goods. Fine, okay. Right. He's uh, down, he now he has to drink Kool Aid not out of novelty, but because it is the cheapest option. Yeah, I went to college. I know what that's like. But like, the mail not working is something that ruins me every time. Every time it doesn't work, it ruins me because I can't understand what's happening. I can't, fi- I can't like rationalize the situation. I can't, I can't reconcile the fact that it says delivered, but I have no package. Yeah. Mm, let's get back into it. Okay. Talked about uh, the RME class, the religious and moral education class that I had that involved uh, Star Trek and uh, Worf's right to die. And you, you talked about um, Picard's reactions in uh, that when. Uh, Riker goes to him and says, oh, Worf wants to kill me. And he's like, eh, whatever, I should probably do that. I think you really need to start um, retrospectively reviewing uh, Picard. Uh, I think he needs to be viewed in the with a new understanding that he's at, at least a straight-up cold-blooded murderer and at worst a dangerous sociopath who's abused his position in charisma to get away with goodness knows how many terrible, terrible crimes. Get out of my Google Notes! Yeah, you are... <laughs> So that's my notes. Dude, we've already been uh, on this corner. We talked about the time he iced his clone. Yeah. I mean, his yeah. his time clone. I don't even know what to call that. Uh, yeah, his boy, it is not clear. Uh, he's allowed to do that because it's him from the future, though, apparently. Yeah, he's, he's setting it well, right. Well, no, we know. Jan- Pulaski and O'Brien <laughs> kept, it, kept it quiet. He's setting it right, Janeway style. Yeah. Uh, we have started... <clears throat> To reconsider Picard, yeah, uh, I believe, I believe the idea that Picard is connected, yeah, he's a part of the old boys club, uh, has been has been surfacing during this watch through. So, his image is due for reevaluation, and I I think it is underway. But the defector is this week, and he gets a big boost in that one. Yep, he gets this one. You know, we'll see what happens during the drumhead. I think that'll be the watershed moment for it. Well, because somebody tries to call him on his shit. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and then some old boy admiral. <laughs> uh, Part of his connected crew. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But but yeah, it, definitely Picard is not the fuzzy image of him we keep in I'm our, starting to wonder if heads. any of them by the end will not be just be revealed to be murderers. Because we know Riker is a straight murderer. Yeah, well, like so we he loves seen the clones, murder. Uh, as as discussed on the very on the very last episode, he murdered that girl. 
Yeah. No reason. Could just, he fucking blasted the shit out of her. <laughs> and uh, obviously we know Picard has done a murder. Um, and I think we may see some other murders. Maybe Worf gets involved in some murders and commando missions. Some <laughs> off-the-books commando missions. Maybe he fucks a little girl. <laughs> Could be. She might be 16, but maybe that's all good. I don't know what the future's I, like. Who knows what the rules are? I don't know if they go into it, but <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, it continues. Also, correcting your assertion that it's unlikely that I watched Enterprise. Uh, I have watched the other uh, Star Trek series from the original all the way up to Voyager. Um, but when Enterprise and the new one, even, um, I'm just lost interest. I've always been more of a Star Wars fan than Star Trek, but um, I always enjoyed watching them um, when they were on. They were better than the alternative, but that probably was for when we only had four or five channels. Um, Tiki Masala, yes, yes. Judah uh, still seems resistant to the idea, but uh, I think... What would be really appreciated, especially in the throes of Brexit over here, is just let us have the death throes of Empire. All right, this is Tikka Masala is one of those things that uh, is a spasmatic uh, um, throwback to how we imported people, really, uh, and so we uh, would just like to bask in the the last rays of sunshine that came from the Empire, and of course, you, you yourselves are now beginning to feel the impact of losing um, your own uh, imperial power as well. So it's, it, it, I think John Oliver said it, but the best idea is just to, just to, just to ease into it, just enjoy the, the downward part of the roller coaster, you know. The outward part was fun, but maybe it's time for somebody else to have a go, although uh, given the alternatives currently right now, I'd, I would rather um, the two of us perhaps can work together to get back up on a more upward trajectory. Oh, well. Do you have anything to say about liking Star Wars better than Star Trek? Mm, Star Wars seems to be um, a lot of a lot of laser sword fights and <laughs> not a lot of plot. And when it yeah. is plot, it's like the kind where they scroll it on the screen so you know what the plot is. Yeah, kind of. So I've never been that into Star Wars, but also I tried to go through the timeline one time. I went back like fucking hundreds of thousands of years. Oh yeah, and I was like, I don't, I can't, I don't have it in me. I can't do it. Most Star Trek fans, I think, take the sensible approach to just pretend that there's nothing outside of what's been on the screen. That's right. <laughs> like there are, there are a lot of books. There have been many of them. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they're not good, and we shouldn't pay attention to them. Um, uh, by the, but it's not wrong. Star Trek's not very good. No, no, he's absolutely it's, right. It's the, sort of the whole point of the project. It's sort of proving <laughs> that it's not good. Is the project. <laughs> It is it is very inexpertly made, and often it seems as though very little. It's not, it is also not a labor of love. It is it is written by TV writers who I will always maintain that is the lowest form of art is television writing. It is then absolutely it the the corner uh, that all the hacks hang out in. So it's not good. So then, chicken tikka masala. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the phrase imported people. Yeah. <laughs> so I like chicken tikka masala a lot. I, like it I think it's a great choice for a national dish. Just don't, I'm just don't, don't pretend you invented it. Yeah. Like that's the only thing I don't get. In fact, I think it's even more noble to say, uh, you know what? 
this we didn't invent this food, but we liked it so much that it has become the national food. That's right. Yeah. To say um, uh, when we were doing all that bad stuff, all the bad stuff that you've all heard about, um, some good food came out of it. Say something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but a desperate plea to let us have the last vestiges of our empire. Never. I'm sorry. That's, Maybe that's not. you've heard of a little song called No More Kings from Schoolhouse Rock. And maybe Judah should YouTube it right now. And I'm fucking going to have to because I don't know this song. And maybe what we'll get is a Shrimp Your Way ad. And that'll be even I, better. I imagine so. It will transpire that it's fucking Shrimp Fest at Red Lobster. <laughs> like, when is it not, bro? No nine nine out of ten items on the menu are shrimp. It's Kings. always Shrimp Fest. School House Rock. Okay? You're never going to let us. We're never just going to let you enjoy the last right, vestiges cool. of empire. Cool. There's a big teacup that says Boston Tea Party. Yes. Rocking on a Roman's mission and a splashing over the horizon. What can it be? The pilgrims sailed the sea to find a place to call their own. In their ship Mayflower, they hoped to find a better home. They finally knocked on Plymouth Rock and someone said we're there. It may not look like home, but at this point I don't care. Oh, they were missing Mother England. They swore their loyalty until the very end. Anything you say, King, it's okay, King. You know it's kind of scary on your own. Gonna build a new land the way we planned. Could you help us run it till it's grown? Corn, you know, they built their houses one by one. And bit by bit they worked until the colonies were done. They looked around, yeah, up and down, and someone said, Hooray! If the king could only see us now, he would be proud of us today. <laughs> they knew that now they'd run their own land. But George III still vowed he'd rule them to the end. Anything I say, do it my way now. Anything I say, do it my way. Don't you get to feeling independent? Cause I'm gonna force you to obey. He taxed their property, he didn't give them any choice. And back in England, he didn't give them any voice. That's called taxation without representation, and it's not fair. But when the colonies complained, the king said, I don't care. Fuck, this takes a long time to get to the point. To put it kindly, king, we really don't agree. Gonna show you how we feel. We're gonna dump this tea and turn this harbor into the biggest cup of tea in history. They wanted no more mothering land. They knew the time had come for them to take command. It's very clear you're being unfair, king. No matter what you say, we won't obey. Gonna hold a revolution now, king, and we're gonna run it all away with no, no more, more king. king. We're gonna elect a president. No, no more king. He's gonna do what the people want. No, no more king. king. We're gonna run things our way. No more king. Nobody's gonna tell us what 
to do. Rocking and a rolling, swishing and a splashing over the horizon. What can it be? Looks like it's going to be a free country. And nothing was ever bad again. Yeah, I um, look. It turns out it's hard to put an entire history lesson into one song for children, which is why so much of that is grossly and irresponsibly inaccurate. But uh, the point is, no more kings. Um, my favorite part of that, by the way, is when they all proclaimed that the colonies were done, that they finished. Yes. They finished them. We did it. They finished them in about in about 1740. We're done. Like, this is good. We did good. And it's like, which part of history was that? You know what? Maryland's good. I think we're good. I think we, I think we nailed it, honestly, if you think about it. Um, I learned something. Mm. I mean, not from the song, but I've learned that if I go out to the YouTube app, I lose my place in the uh, voicemail. <sighs> so we go find it again real quick. All right, let's scan through. <laughs> Sorry. I'm start playing start playing <laughs> sorry about that hello again to both nope. of you it is, uh, as all things would be sweet and so i didn't just want to say roll or batter or bat oh, which shit. is power as well so it's, it, it, i think john oliver said it a bit oh there you just yeah to, here's where just we were to, just to ease into just enjoy the, the the downward part of the roller coaster i'm sorry i spoiled the, the bap talk fun, that's coming <laughs> but maybe it's time for somebody else to have a go although uh given the alternatives currently right now i, I would rather um, the two of us perhaps can work together to get back up on a more upward trajectory. Although current events don't let me filled with confidence. Um, my my references to non-sweet batter for hamburgers or pizza crunch or things like that over here, and and a non-sweet uh, roll slash bat um, was simply my attempt because in my experience, American versions of those things would be sweet, and so I didn't just want to say roll or batter or bat because. I worry that having tasted batter and, and, and bread generally in the US are full of um, corn syrup for some god-known reason. Um, you talked about, I think, uh, one of you, I can't remember who it was, and it was Matt, wasn't it, that talked about um, searching for things around his uh, birthday and seeing what happened and, and uh, the uh, Florida man. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I, didn't, I don't know if you knew this thing as well, but there's another similar search, which is if you were to uh, Google search the phrase three black teenagers and compare the results of the image returned from that versus three white teenagers, um, it's indicative of uh, a rather uh, interesting bias in the in the data. Nothing necessarily to do with Google's algorithm, more to do with um, the way that these things are done by the, by the rest of the society. Pause, pause. Uh, although the... So you're going to bang? I was going to say, but have you binged it? Because <laughs> you got to bang it. It's the official recommendation of this podcast to bang every search. Uh, One thing, you'll get some sweet awards. That's <laughs> true. You get them bang points. The more you bang, the more bang points you get. And as you know, with bang points, you get... Hey, no one's using our search engine. Do you have any ideas? <laughs> yeah, what if we were better at porn? It looks like if you get enough of these points, you can meet Ricky Schroeder. I don't know... Wow. I don't know if that's... Well, I don't know if that's accurate. He can't be meeting everybody who uses Bing. All ten of them? I don't know. It could be. All right, so Bing it. Let's Bing it. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Three black teenagers. Oh, it's just about the Google search. Again, this game's been ruined. Oh, uh, sorry. 
he he'll address that. Let me just play it again oh, for a little okay. bit. Right. Show phrase three black teenagers and three white teenagers has been corrupted by this becoming a well-known phenomenon. Ah. Um, and so uh, equally with Florida Man, as you recognized that Florida Man and then something now often throws out the fact talking about the Florida Man meme. Um, but the phrase four black teenagers and four white teenagers also uh, continues to provide um, interesting contrasting levels of results. And then um, finally, uh, hey, don't do this one on Bing. <laughs> I was going to say Bing's pretty rough. Please don't do it. I don't think anyone should do it. Bing is really—it's off. It's the fucking jungle. Do you remember when the internet used to be the jungle? I did it. I did it while I was talking. And if you Google four black teenagers, I mean, like, there's there is not there is not a teenage girl on this page who is not spread eagle. It's very bad. <laughs> I mean, it's extremely bad. I'm just saying, like. The internet used to be the fucking jungle, but it still is on Bing. Like, yeah. if you want to experience... If you miss the bad old days. I mean, he, he is right be. that if you replace it with four white teenagers, you do get... Uh, like, the first two images are stock images of four white teenager... Four white teenager girls. They look like they're going to go to a mall. It's real nice. <laughs> uh, the rest of the page is nasty. Okay, all right. But those two images are great, so... God this damn. one is... Uh, I'm going to retract that recommendation. Do this one on Google. Do it. <laughs> Do it on Google. I'm just going to make it five black teenagers and see Bing. Bing is like, they have really staked out their territory. Hey, Bing, you nasty. They out there being uh, nasty. Yeah, it's all, it's all mugshots. It's just nothing but mugshots. Well, not uh, and then... Uh, yeah, but for some reason, Florida Man uh, makes me giggle. Yeah. And this one makes me feel bad about yeah, racism. This is the thing. This just makes me feel bad. Yeah. I don't... I had, to, I, I had to do my taxes recently. I don't need any extra. <laughs> You're starting from a bad place. Yeah, I don't need anything right now. Uh, let's uh, yep. let's push on through. And, and, and I think Matt talked about it as well. The uh, Crusader Kings and uh, Games Without Out, Europa Universalis, and the, the other games from uh, Paradox Interactive. And I, I've been lucky to meet uh, some of the developers from Paradox Interactive. They came over to London for a for an event, and I was able to go and uh, meet some of them, uh, and I wholeheartedly agree that it's a steep, steep learning curve to try and get into some of those games. But um, so I, I, I tend to um, derive my enjoyment mostly from watching people on YouTube play them, uh, who are far better than me and who spend far more time understanding the intricacies of the game. Uh, they're very, very uh, entertaining to watch. Uh, Quill eighteen um, is the one that, that started me. He's a, a big uh, Fan favorite of those games, as well as uh, somebody who helps connect the developers with the rest of the world as well. Um, and he's Canadian, like like the majority of people, it seems, on YouTube. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I've tried to keep it slightly shorter this time. What? I realized that uh, if I keep it going too much longer, I'll end up taking up a, you know, 10 to 15% of the podcast. It's three, but, it's yeah, three minutes longer than it was last week. What the listeners want. Uh, you know, like what? Fabulous change in accent and uh, views from around the world. But anyway, no quiz this time because I'm hoping that you guys will be having one of your own next time. But thanks so much and keep up the fabulous work. See ya. Uh, well, no matter what you say, I won't obey. Uh, I, when I hear about body, 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 when I hear by, I, I think of George the Third. That's right. I, I, I saw in the video that I just watched. 
he ate a whole chicken in one. He just put the whole yeah. chicken in his mouth, and the skeleton came out like Heathcliff. That rich fuck. Look at him eating all those chickens while we were like finishing up the colonies over here, working yeah. hard to get them done. By the way, uh, what's great about that schoolhouse rock? They showed a couple of Indian Braves in the video, <laughs> but uh, they did not get a mention in the song. <laughs> no, nothing about the uh, nah. nothing about the mass murder. Is that what you're saying? That didn't yeah, make it into the song. Kind of nothing about any of the atrocities that's too bad. or the uh, double dealing or the fact that the land was already inhabited any of nothing none of any of that yeah but did they help us finish the colonies uh they were not depicted as well, doing so then there and you again, go. the song did not say <laughs> uh matthew one time i met the developer of the famous calculator game put the biscuit in the basket oh yeah i heard he was a legend that's right. It's a legend in the TI circuit. The TI gaming circuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. What one was that? Was that an 82? What was that? Uh, that probably would have been an 82. Yeah. TI 82. Classic. Hold on. I got one right here. What kind is it? It's a TI 83 plus. That It just says 83 plus. It may not be any edition. I mean, it's plus edition. Oh, sorry. Shit, I've got a TI-84 Plus Silver Edition. Oh, oh, look at you. But I bought it, like, five years ago. Well, I bought things. I bought this. All right. This empty Dos Equis bottle. I bought that. Okay. I bought it after taxes. Did you, did you buy it empty? No. <laughs> I think you know I didn't. I did my taxes, and then I bought a lot of booze. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but yeah, uh, the Paradox games, I also watch those on YouTube. I think that's... That's the only way to do it. I mean, not only do they know what they're doing, but also the videos are usually edited. Oh, um, the one that we really enjoyed for a long time, though, is not it's not a Paradox game. It was that War in the Pacific Admirals edition. Yeah. Where the guy a... did World War II one day at a time. And posted one yeah. each day for fucking five years. <laughs> that was wild. That's what I did when I was at Cogent Communications. TM. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's very good, but I tried to go back and go through that screenshot LP again. Yeah. And I found it was too much. Like... It it was I, better I, day at a time. I couldn't devote enough of my brain to to the state of the game, even though there were pretty good recaps. Um, and obviously lately I've been watching a lot of the preview LPs by the developers of the Total War Three Kingdoms game that's coming out this month. So they're playing through a bunch of them as you know, doing a, a run as Cao Cao or doing a run as fucking kong rong or whoever do you like getting a peek into it like that well that way i'm hoping that when it comes out i'll already know how to play ah yeah you will you will devote a little more time weirdly into playing a three kingdoms game than you would into playing a uh, pacific war game yeah i i downloaded war in the pacific eventually and it was because the guy in his screenshot lp didn't really show you how to do stuff no. It was literally just, this is what happened. Um, no, it was abstracted, and he presented it as if it were, like, reports. a bunch of reports yeah. coming in. Yeah. So, Which I think is a good way to get through the game, but... 
So when I tried to play that, I did not know what the fuck I was doing, and I immediately turned it on to simulation mode and watched the computer play. (laughs) That's nice that there is one. Yep. You could just see the weird shit, like, the the Congo sunk the Hornet. What? (laughs) You're like, well, war's going to go a little bit different this time. That's very different. Well, the Hornet, of course. That was the one that took all the abuse. The one that famously took all the abuse. Took however many hundreds of rounds of shells and a bunch of torpedoes and bombs. And then it was still just sitting there and we had to sink it ourselves. We got impatient. We were like, hey, we already lost the ship. Can we just Can we put hurry it up f- and finish losing it? Can we put it at the fucking bottom now? Uh, did you want to play anything having to do with the 90s Power Hour? Well, I suppose we should. So... Uh, this, this is so weird. This week I was listening to a five-year-old episode of the Canadian podcast, Stop Podcasting Yourself, mm-hmm. and they, they mentioned some songs, and it got me, uh, it got me looking at and thinking about those bands, and we have 60 bands on our 90s Power Hour, but the first two that came up were not on there, so. Oh, good. That's good, because it's hard to remember what the fuck's gone on there in the past. Yeah, so let me just describe the current state of affairs. Obviously, I'm not going to read 60 band names at you. Yeah, you don't have to, but, uh, but there should be... Uh... I'll send that off off the air to Bari, and he can read them next time. Is but... that... Wait, is that not on the website? Nah. We should link to that. I'd have to make it public, I guess. Yeah. It, it's not really formatted, but yeah, we, we should, I guess, put this up on the website. So the 90s Power Hour <clears throat> uh, has 60 entries right now. I'll just do... Uh, just do some quadrants, I guess. It number one is Cake, and number fifteen is Bjork. So that's going to be your top tier nineties sure. bands. <laughs> Everyone remembers that's the top tier of the nineties. Uh, then we have sort of the, the next the next quarter would be next quartile would be uh, Oasis. Yep. To Danzig, obviously. So you know that the nineties that, that round. <laughs> Then, um, starting off the, the bottom half here, we have Jewel. That's not what it says. <laughs> it says Snaggletooth Songstress Jewel. Thank you. And uh, going all the way down to the Goo Goo Dolls. God, I and mean, that is, uh, isn't that like a distinct, everyone gets slotted in somewhere behind the Goo Goo Dolls if they're bad? Yeah, Goo Goo Dolls have kind of been, uh, have kind of been a, a, a mile post, a mile marker for this project. Yeah. And uh, the bottom quarter starts with the Verve Pipe and ends with Cherry Pop and Daddies, the band that finally unseated <laughs> Butthole Surfers as the worst band on this list. Well, the Cherry Pop and Daddies were the worst of the worst kind of music of the 90s. Uh, so we've got a few. Uh, I'm sure we'll get some Red Lobster ads in here. Good, good, but, good, 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 good. Uh, at least I've got these all on a playlist, so it should go quickly. So we're going to start, Matthew, by asking you to put in this hierarchy the band Super Drag. <clears throat> Look around, could it break somebody down if I never made a sound again? Maybe turn it down a little. There you go. A little more. Like, no, up a little more. <laughs> okay, you're good. Feeling. Where'd you go now that everybody 
Yikes. So that's uh, sucked out by Super Drag, uh, trafficking heavily on the popularity of Paco Bell's Canon, of course. <laughs> I, um, yeah, Taco Bell Canyon. I know about that. Um, <laughs> uh, I definitely associate them in my head with Harvey Danger, and I think it's because they were around at the same time. They are definitely contemporaries. Harvey Danger is currently sitting at 52 right behind Toadies. But I also, in my head, definitely went, oh, but they're worse than Harvey Danger, though. <laughs> so. Well, there's not a lot of room below Harvey Danger. We've got uh, White Zombies. That's not the name of that band. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Look, That looks right. Urge Overkill, parentheses, girl, you'll be a woman soon. That's yes. who you remember who Urge Overkill is. Thank you. Uh, Dishwalla, Oof. Tool, Primitive Radio Gods, mm. Smash Mouth, parentheses, Nervous in the Out. <laughs> the definitive Smash Mouth song. Uh, Butthole Surfers and the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Uh, boy. Mm. Um, well, let's put, let's, let's put Super Drag uh, right behind the White Zombies. Okay. The White Zombies, plural. Um, super drag do i need to put sucked out here so you remember yes. who super drag is okay yes thank you <laughs> i would remember the name but i would not be able to associate it i'd be like um i've definitely heard of them oh that was definitely the 90s yeah it really was it was the part of when kome was in our real downslide right before it got sold uh hey that might be the theme of this okay this one <laughs> uh maybe not entirely i slipped one or two in but the Next, we're going to jump from there to something YouTube recommended to me, but which I then immediately remembered. Mm. Uh, Matthew, this is Space Hog mm. with In the Meantime. Sure. I don't know how much of this uh, to play. We're good. I remember this. The, the uh, I was going to say, the, the only thing more 90s than the band Space Hog <laughs> is the combination of Rickenbacker bass guitar and Silver Flake Les Paul that are being played in this video. <laughs> you're looking at the video. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, tell oh, me. I don't own Space Hog. This is a YouTube joint for sure. Tell me a little bit about the cinematography of that video because Marjan, <laughs> Marjan only refers to Toad the Wet Sprocket as the group that has the really good cinematography. Oh, that's odd, because when we were looking at Toad the Wet Sprocket videos, it was like four nice dads. That's right. It was uh, <laughs> George Lucas recall. was one of the dads. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. It was George Lucas's side project where he doesn't, he kind of doesn't want to be associated with it. Like, he doesn't want it to be... Don't put the camera you know, on me too much. Don't don't make this George Lucas. Don't make this the guy from Star Wars' band. <laughs> I'm but, just in the background. I am, I am going to be on tour. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's like one normal dude and four dads or whatever. Yeah. Um, she always talks about it that way. She's like, that video just looks really good. Just looks real sharp. I'm like, uh, wow, it's extremely so weird. It's extremely colorful, but like everything prior to HD resolution, it looks uh, like grainy trash okay. to me. So, well, it's kind of like how I have a hard time going back and playing some early video games because I'm like, this looks so bad. I can't. I well, I'm not going to play Super Mario 64. Oh yeah, it looks like trash. Mario's made out of eight polygons. Yeah, when they tried to go 3D and that didn't, they didn't nail it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I have this uh, rated as grainy trash. Uh, it's in <laughs> right uh, right after Primus. So number 40, uh, new number 43. All right. In between Primus and Joan Osborne. Yeah. Sp- Space Hog. Mm-hmm. I appreciate... In the meantime, and then I guess I'm going to need another set of parentheses <laughs> that's like... Ooh. Ooh. Uh... I appreciate a couple of things about it. One, it's a little bit new wavy in aspects of it. Um, no, that's it. That's the only aspect I appreciated. I'm so glad that's formatted so that it 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 uh, it wraps or whatever. Doesn't. Oh yeah, I have it in columns. Yeah, I have this document in columns. It doesn't push out the other uh, column or right. anything. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Cool. All right. You gave so me two Space stinkers Hog. to start this one off. Uh, well, let's see what you think about this next one. Commercial for Dodge Caravan or something. Oh, good, good, good. It's for YouTube music. Hey. Come on, YouTube. I don't go to you for ads for YouTube. Uh, this one I couldn't believe was not on there yet. Mmm, yeah. The Everclear. The Everclears, yeah. I am still living with your ghost Lonely and dreaming of the West Coast uh, Incidentally, he's playing a Silver Flake last part. <laughs> huh. Oh, no, I'm wrong. It's some kind of crash. With my big black boots and an old suitcase I do believe I found myself a new place Is there any chance you know the name of this song? Oh, I know the name of this song. The only reason I would admit it is to prove that I know it, and I know it. I see. So. <laughs> the Whale Eats Gregory Peck. Uh, you did pick the best one. That's the best Everclear song. That's Santa Monica. Uh, yeah. By Everclear. Um, it's the only song I can even tolerate by them. But the fact that I can I tolerate like it was basically it, their first one too, right? Yeah, it's a nervous in the alley situation. Should have retired it's after a real, one. Would have real nervous in the alley. Should have just one and done. That would have been great. Um, yeah, none of that uh, th- father of mine or um, uh, what were some of those other Everclear ones? Um I didn't remember that the name of this song was Santa Monica, so... So you're not going to be able to name any of the other ones? Yeah. Nah. Um, but being able to tolerate that one song does... It, it keeps <laughs> That's them, better than most of these. It keeps them above the Goo Goo Dolls. Um, it's just, where do I throw them in? I think I put them right below 
Ugh. Right below Collective Soul. <laughs> Don't like the mind. Number 36. Thirty, the new number 36. Beating Filter, who I think you're going to need to put a parentheses in next to Filter. Hey man, nice Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I knew you'd need something. I mean, I was 60% sure that was the song, but I couldn't. Well, I'm only 70% sure, but let's say that it is. Uh, Marjan should have so many opinions about this. I'm surprised we don't get hate mail based on this segment. I think that proves she doesn't listen to the show. Uh, well, she certainly has never read the list because I think what happens is we've done this over so many increments that no one, no one could possibly have even a remotely accurate sense of the, the landscape of, of my yeah. idea of the nineties. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> it is a fucking hellscape. In here. Every time I load this thing, I'm so excited about seven Gary three. Where the seven <laughs> starts with a seven and the three starts with the three. We should, why don't we have this cover band? This is, this is our fucking sweet spot. I fucking tried to get it started. I played Cumbersome Live on this fucking thing. <laughs> Seven Gary 3. Love it so much. <clears throat> we, we could talk about this off the air, but what would you think of doing an actual Lee Song cover? It would take us so long. Oh, because we'd have to, like, fucking sound out all the Korean? <laughs> have to almost learn it phonetically. Yeah, because we don't know enough Korean yet, especially, like... Oh, no, you'd, have to, you'd have to work with the lyrics, and I think probably you'd also have to work with the translation so you could figure out how to... But you'd be parroting but we would, the end. Look, by the, before we even started, we'd be at an impasse, because I'd want to do... Which one? I know I'd, you want to do... Can't, can't break, break up, up girl. Can't break away girl. Can't, no, can't break up girl. Can't break away boy. <laughs> and I, of course, would want to do you're the answer to a, a guy like me. Yeah, so we'd immediately... Well, we just have to do both. We'll just do both. Oh, we'll just do... We'll do it as a medley. We'll just do both. <laughs> by the next episode, it'll be done. <laughs> That's what the very long hiatus that the show's about to go on is. I had to find some way to get out of this Star Trek project, so the defect the defector will be the end of it. It's very tempting to stop there because that pushed Goo Goo Dolls to the top of column two. <laughs> Where they belong. Where they belong. Uh but I did prepare uh one or two more of these, so right. let's uh let's go on. Ha ha ha. I turned you down, Ad. Good. Nice job. So talking about the decline of KOME. I would swallow my pride, Ooh. I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender, watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous, then I'm through with you. I burn, burn like a wicker cabinet. Did you say Wicker Cabinet? Yeah. Wicker Basket was right in front of it. I'm trying to figure this out. Yeah, well, I definitely remember that song, and I definitely don't remember the name of the band. That's Eve Six. That is the band Eve Six with the song Inside Out. Yeah, well, you can fucking... But I'm gonna... We'll have to figure out a way to annotate it. You can do me a favor and slide them in right behind fucking... 
I was going to put him in behind Super Drag, but that may not be low enough because that song eats a fucking fat one. Um, <laughs> uh, that's that's worse than Dishwalla, right? I think it might be. Dishwalla is, of all the songs on the list, that one and Primitive Radio Gods, those two songs battle it out for most boring. Yes. What's below oh, them? Primitive Radio Gods is so boring. <laughs> What's below them? The only good part is a BB King sample. Is less boring, but mo- so offensive that I had to slot them in behind. But there's almost <laughs> nothing you can do that's worse than being boring in music. I guess that's true. I would rather you be offensive, but, you know, Smash Mouth the Butthole, butthole Surfers and Cherry Pop and Daddies are so offensive. Um, God, this song fucking sucks, huh? Um, By the way... <laughs> I guess... On, uh, the... If you don't follow the Smash Mouth Twitter, you should look into it. They they broke some news about the Giants this week. Oh, well, I always, always see people retweet Smash Mouth when it's something about the A's or the Sharks or whatever. Right. Uh, what what was the news they broke about the Giants? Uh, it was something about how the, the general manager or the president of baseball operations or whatever didn't want to sign some player. And uh. then he had to, like, refute it. He had to hold a meeting had, in the clubhouse to refute the thing that the, the guy Smash from Smash Mouth. Mouth wrote on Twitter. I know you guys are all over Smash Mouth on Twitter, and you read some things that make me not very proud. It, it has never been. It is very clear that Sma- that the Steve, I forget his last name, from Smash Mouth runs that Twitter. The guy that you should not throw bread at. Don't, don't throw bread at him. <laughs> you ruined the show for everyone. The, the band will just keep playing the intro to uh, Walking on the Sun behind him the whole time, or All-Star. I don't remember Well, which. he lectures you about throwing bread. I think it's All-Star. Because <laughs> I think at the end he goes, Somebody! <laughs> that is such a good video. <clears throat> hey, this song sucked, and I'm going to yeah. throw it... Oh, uh, man, I'm going to throw it under Dishwalla. Between Dishwalla and Tool. You know I hate Tool. Tool has a, a larger catalog of being sucky to me. Like, that's... Inside out. Thank you. I would swallow my pride. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I'll get it from that. Uh, What you should put is wicker, wicker cabinet, (laughs) wicker cabinet, so that I remember that forever. I burn. I think it's I burn. burn (laughs) Like fast, uh, like a wicker cabinet. That's a real travel folder situation. Ah. We'll do a Drifter Songs Power Hour at some point. Oh, that's so much more enjoyable than this. Oh, yeah, for sure. But there are enough songs that it, you oh, can do a Power oh, Hour. You, you can knock out 80 songs, sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I think I've got one more. Let's find out if there's anything else on this playlist. We normally do 10. <clears throat> oh, shit. Well, I can do five more. It's you can not just name five more. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I can search them up quick enough, too. It's not like it's even a big deal. Okay. Are we missing an ad? Oh. Maybe. Oh, man. Especially because you gave me five shits. <laughs> hey, I put Everclear in there. God damn. They're definitely the jewel of this batch. <laughs> You're giving me sex and candy? Hey, what the fuck is double cherry pie? You, you're uh, really, somebody's been lounging in my chair. You're fucking making the Goo Goo Dolls look good. Look how many bands you're throwing behind the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Um, Goo Goo Dolls are going to get into that 
uh, third quartile, no problem. So the name of this group is. Hold on, let me Mar- think. Don't. Oh, Marcy Playground. Yeah, sorry. Fuck. I never would have got that. Um. Fuck, that song's horrible. Um, that's that's like, it's both boring and offensive. Um. And they never had another one, right? Nah. Fuck these uh, not, guys. I mean, I don't know if they did. They probably s- still do the. Oh, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say the name of the band that has the cruise, but then I'm going to play them later. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, that was so bad. That song really triggers something in me. I want them below Smash Mouth. <laughs> right. I hate that song. But still better than that Butthole Surfer song. That oh, you Pepper. Pepper hate. is a terrible fucking song. <laughs> Uh, Marcy Playground. I feel like I'm going to have to write Sex and Candy or you won't remember. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Because I... Uh, uh, when you you said, know what I wrote? Macri Playground? That's just a typo, but I'm leaving <laughs> leave it. it there. When you said Ma, I got it, but I never, uh-huh. I would not have gotten there. I could tell by the irritation in your voice that you, that you got I it. I wanted to try to guess, but I wouldn't have got it. Okay, are there going to uh, be any decent, like even half-decent bands in here oh yeah sure you like this next one that's a fucking lie i can feel it i wouldn't ever like <laughs> this is goldfinger <laughs> so do you like it or not because you knew what it was immediately i very much don't like it <sighs> son of a bitch here in my bedroom here in your bedroom oh your bedroom <laughs> Uh, watch this video later. It looks like someone put Eminem in a suit. make you listen to a lot of that thank you and you didn't make me listen to mabel which i appreciate uh what's mabel hey, how's that one go hey her eyes are hazel her name her name is mabel, is mabel. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh man oh boy <laughs> no here's what happened i forgot who did the song here in your bedroom so that's what i searched for in parentheses you should just say fuck stink because that's those are the words that i thought of <laughs> when goldfinger started gold gold goldfinger so- it's Goldfinger. Um, oof. Mm, that's not good. They hadn't thought of the pun gold member, or <laughs> no, they would have used they it. They were somewhat less uh, comedically sophisticated than Mike Myers. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, hmm. Boy, I hate that. Um, <laughs> hmm. Huh, okay. Well. This was a good idea. Well, um... You know, the toadies is rapier, but it's better. Let's put him in right behind the toadies. All right. Just one ahead of uh, Harvey Flagpole said a danger. Goldfinger. Jesus. Sorry. What do you want me to call this? Fuck stink. stink. <laughs> Fart stink. Fuck, fuck stink. Fuck stink. In parentheses, Goldfinger. Here in your <laughs> bedroom. That's going to be good enough. Ugh, Jesus God. They <laughs> no, really you know, suck. you know why that won't work? Because... <laughs> 10 more episodes of this, I won't be able to remember or scan the list. <laughs> That's right. 
well enough to see that we've already done Goldfinger. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, these are bad. That's six. <laughs> that's six bad ones. It's pretty bad. Uh, let's see. So, <clears throat> I uh, had I once got free, a bunch of free records. I think Dad was in a record club. Oh yeah, Dad and, did Columbia House a bunch of times. And then he's like, "Here, pick some records. We're getting some free records." I guess he'd already gotten all the Buck Owens he could, or whatever. Right. And um, and I because they were free, I got a gold. I got that Goldfinger record, and I got um, I got a fucking uh, what are they fucking called? You know the guys who do San- Santeria, and um. Uh yeah, Sublime. Sublime. And a Sublime record. And even though they were free, I was so mad at how bad they were that I gave them both away to Marjan. We haven't done Sublime yet. Uh, I mean, you can do them. I'm not a fan, but they gotta be better than a lot of these. Yeah, uh, but I have one. I have something loaded, so let's, okay. let's go on and do this next band. You're gonna love it. <laughs> Torture. Well, it is. All nice and decent, slip of the curl. This is Mr. Captain Sugar Ray riding through. Oh, good. <laughs> That's good. That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear Sugar Ray. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is it not of the 90s? Oh, it's it's so of the 90s. Was he already like a coke addict? Uh, he looks identical. Jesus. to play this fucking song every hour on the hour what what genre is that why what is the genre that we're playing in right I here i don't i don't know what's this what is this bro feel good music what is this i i feel like the genre was uh racial detente <laughs> that's good well it was a long time coming i'm glad sugar ray made it Look, a lot of stuff was happening in the 90s and <laughs> uh Rap and rock were trying to figure it out. Someone thought, could we get reggae in there? And then it turned out the answer was no. And then, uh, before like, the long, best we could do was uh, eighth wave ska. And then, and the, whatever this and is. And then, before long, we got Losa, Losa, Losa. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll play that out, but yeah. Um, God, well, you named another shit, a shitty shit band. God, I hate these guys. Okay. Um, they also did that um, every morning. There's a halo hanging from yeah. the I think uh, Marjan says sometimes that when she was a teenager, she thought he was hot. Uh, yeah. I mean, he. Which may be the best thing. He had frosted tips and eyeliner <laughs> and shit. That was pretty good in the. That was all pretty good in the '90s. Which may be the best thing you can say about this group. Um, that was like maybe what you wanted to look like in the '90s. God. Oh Jesus. <sighs> I'm looking at this list. Where do these fuckers belong? Sugar Ray. Yeah. I, they have a cruise. That's what I was talking. That's why I, I was going to say, like... It's a whole Sugar Ray cruise? Well, I mean, Sugar Sugar Ray was the sort of sponsor. How many people like, go missing on that act. cruise every time it goes out? Uh, just from suicide? Yes. People who step right off the boat? Fucking throwing themselves they off just, the edge. Uh, like, they're just like, thanks everybody for coming out. Here's Dishwalla. And a bunch of people <laughs> just step right over the side. <laughs> God, I, I fucking might. Um, okay, well, 
Oh fuck. Um, again, it's one of those things where they had um, they had multiple bad songs. Oh, they really did. Is is. Oh, I hate Sugar Ray so much. Mm-hmm. That's appropriate. Let's put them in behind Super Drag. Okay. Ahead of Urge Overkill. Urge Overkill, I find it hard to give any points at all because the only song I know by them is a cover. <laughs> it's a cover. That was yeah. very bad. It's worse, And it's worse than the original. Yes. It's not a Lemonhead scenario. Are the Lemonheads on this list? I don't see them. They're of the 90s, but they fucking barely count. You know they are important to me in the 90s. As having been a band. They're important to me. All right. Well, give me your opinion, please, on this act. Oh, okay. Here we are. severe genre limitations <laughs> at play like yeah i've been kind of playing around in uh in 90s ska so i thought i might as well give you the dance hall crashers uh yet yeah, they i still have enough good feelings about them from that song and that song alone. Uh, it's the only but luckily they didn't have a second hit to ruin it um and the jar soundtrack in general oh uh, yeah you love that you love angus i know that yeah so um i mean that's enough to that's enough to put him ahead of Danzig. Okay. So, Damn. They're in the top half. The, yes, because we are just loading it full of garbage. If you look at... We had, it how, really has been backloaded. <laughs> like, the last good band on the list is... Seriously, 7 Gary 3. The Breeders. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I guess, well, look, we picked the same spot. I just took the top of that line, and you took the bottom. <laughs> 7 Gary 3. And don't say they're not good. Don't even say it. Uh, it's always punch in, punch out, yeah. go to work and come back home. Right. I know let's that about it. Get some marching band fucking drums on the back. Let's do it. Oof. Boy, can we knock out two more? This is painful. Oh, of course we can. Okay. But first of all, there are so many bands. Not, like like we said, Sublime has not yet been ranked. Oh, there's like, how could... many of the biggest bands of the 90s have yet to be introduced. Yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. Here's a good one for us. Okay. Let's do this one. <laughs> okay. Matthew, where does this band go? Oof. 
All right, enough, really. That's, Are you prepared to rate them? That's like an NES song where the song loops in like nine seconds, and you're <laughs> aggravated almost immediately. <laughs> Boy, wow. Um, my, is that their best song? Uh, I mean, I could have picked Ruby Soho. What do you think? They're, what do you think the, Rancid's best song? The only is? reason I thought that is because that intro surprised me. I went, huh? Oh, yeah. And then it was um, instantly shitty after the intro was over. <laughs> oh, for sure. God, they're horrible. Uh, you know, there's a better song with a similar intro that you don't know, but I'll play it anyway. Hmm. Uh, shit, what's the name of that? So song? at least one of these guys is from our hometown. One of these. One of the Rancids is from San Jose. No, Campbell. Oh boy. Yeah, straight up mentions riding the sixty bus, dude. <laughs> the sixty was he going to Great America? I guess so. He was going to Mission College. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Um, and Marjan. I was fucking. I immediately knew where the sixty goes. By the way, just all down Winchester. Marjan always says that in the way that she says something is from the nineties, and so I should like it because it's from my childhood. She always says that the Rancid guy is from Campbell, so I should like them. And it's like, no, that makes me very angry, actually. Um, uh, let me see if this is the right one, by the way. Okay. Hold on. No, well, it's not that one. Okay. Hold on. Oh, you're, yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be slightly more interesting than that, but yes. As uh, Ted Leo and the Pharmacists, better dead than lead. Oh, I've never heard of them. Um, uh, they're okay. Uh, Katie, Katie's not a fan. The other day, she said that Ted Leo could fuck right off and take his pharmacists with him. So <laughs> <laughs> she's not a fan. Uh, but we are we are putting Rancid on this list now, yeah. bearing in mind that one of them is from our hometown. This is so difficult. The only thing I could think of was I think I like them better than Goldfinger. Um. Fuck. Yeah, probably. Because bad. it feels more earnest. Goldfinger's more winky, right? Like, yeah. Goldfinger's like, hey, Green Day's pretty big now. <laughs> Maybe we could capitalize off that. Hey, Blink 182 just had a hit. Uh, two, by the way, two bands that are not, not right. on here. Green is not on this list yet. That's what I'm saying. You've left out many of the bigger bands, but that's fine. Yeah. It gives us a reason to keep coming back. Um, And then I'll be tortured with 10 shit bands each time. That's right. Uh, you keep playing, hoping that we're finally going to get to settle some good bands, but just nah. one that maybe it doesn't hurt to think about. But no, <laughs> it's just rancid. Um, well, hmm. you put Dancehall Crashers at number thirty, so oh, I don't like them anywhere near as much as the Dancehall Crashers. Um, but I probably do like them better than fucking PJ Harvey. Uh, oh, she's up at number forty-seven. So right at so, the top of column two at this point. So just in between Joan Osborne and PJ Harvey is where Rancid goes? Yeah, why not? I mean... Why not? Why, why not? not? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking God, they're bad. Uh, you insisted we do 10. I only had five in the pipe. So <laughs> let's... Uh, <laughs> we got to do one more. Yeah. Um, I got a good one for you. It is in keeping with all the rest of that. So let's let's jump right into it. All right. Sorry, this is like... Ah, here we go. Oh, all right. Finally, something real. Now this, I could, there were like 10 songs I could have picked from the offspring. Uh, keep them separated. 
Oh, that's some 90s vocals, huh? Yeah, what's he going for? Who knows? <laughs> like, what if Alice in Chains really suck? <laughs> it sounds like his voice modulation. <laughs> You didn't play Smash Em Up. Smash it up. Smash em up. Bash it up. I don't remember what it's called. I'm looking at the fucking lyrics. Um as transcribed by Lena Sjokvist. <laughs> I guess. Alright, I get it. Jesus. Um it was. Oh, sorry, would you have preferred I play uh Cherry Road? No. What's your least favorite offspring song? I don't know, it's hard because I don't like them either. But at least it was like right off the bat, I was like, oh, this is so nine this is like hard to get more nineties than the offspring. Oh yeah. But you know what well first of all, they were ahead of all the other bands that sound like them in yes. terms of making it on the radio. Literally come out and play the song I just played was the basically the first one. Didn't our dad like that song? He sure did. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the only one, though. He didn't like the uh, Pretty Fly. Uh, he might have liked Self Esteem. I should have played Self Esteem. That's their best song. He didn't like Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Nah, I well, I don't know. He might have <laughs> thought it was funny. Yeah, this is their best song. Well, this is their grunge song. Yes. As opposed to whatever that other genre is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is right out of the Pixies and Nirvana playbook. Oh, yeah. Now, I know what you're asking. Matthew, does he have cornrows in the video? Oh. The answer is, you know that he does. I don't have to ask. <laughs> Ginger cornrows. <laughs> Uh, what's a better formulation? That, I know I'm being used, but that's okay because I like the abuse. Mm. Or uh, just keep on using me until you, until use, you me use me up. No, that's better. <laughs> of course it is. That's, that's definitely better. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. Um, hey, they're not good, and I found the perfect place to put them. You know what this right. group is lacking? Steel drum. <laughs> Where's the steel drum? <laughs> I don't know where it is. I'm listening for it. I've never heard any steel drum in any of their songs. It puts them right below Jane's Addiction. That's where they belong. Maybe they could take a time machine. They could take this note and go back. Imagine if you replaced that bass line, that Nirvana bass line, with steel drum. Oh, man. I wish I had and could play a steel drum. I think that's an amazing idea. Can you synthesize that at all? Can we just put together a track with a steel drum there instead of a bass? <laughs> Somehow to me, that feels like more work than learning how to <laughs> rap in Korean. I don't know why. Namanoa. I don't know what he says there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. But luckily there are lyric videos. That was painful. I felt like the guy in the song, uh, Self-Esteem. That was me today. Yeah, just a sucker with no self-esteem or that you like the abuse. I like the abuse, I guess. I just keep coming back to all these shit bands. The the <laughs> highest one today was that one. Number 28. Uh, Yeah. 
that's not yeah, good. Yeah, uh, three three ahead of the dance hall crashers, uh, and then Everclear's way down at uh, what is now thirty eight. Yeah. Space, Space Hog, Space Hog's in the uh, in column one. And just because I like the one tiny aspect of it, that sounds like it might be kind of new wavy. Otherwise, I hated the rest of that song. And that's the part that goes do do yes do 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 yeah. And then that goes away, and the song's terrible. Uh, I mean, what's funny about this, and I think we... Oh, no, hold on. Let me check and see if they're on this list. If not, I kind of don't want to get into it. Okay. I always imagined that that, that Space Hog song is going to go into the uh, chorus for Novocaine for the soul. <laughs> the eels. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like those two would blend together. Are the eels on here? No, they're not yet. Okay. We'll get to we'll get to eels at some point. Mm-hmm. It's not the eels, but whatever. No, it's not. It's not like the white... No, it's literally, it's eels. It's not the white zombies? It's not the white zombies. Okay. Uh, I enjoyed doing the 90s Power Hour. It's I fun. love springing these fuckers on you. It's it's fun. And also, uh, it fills me with panic. And I, it makes me twitchy in the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I'm going to be walking around waiting for what's around the fucking corner. Is it going to be Harvey Danger, for example? Um, but that's fine. We did plenty today. This is almost, oh, this yeah. is like half, a, half a Star Trek length now. We did do a half Star Trek here. Uh, so next week is a Star Trek. It is, and uh, I'm gonna let Haha take us out. But here are the episodes <laughs> you should watch if you're watching next week: uh, the Enterprise Incident, okay, the Defector, That's... two Ramos in a row. I'm excited about both of them. Past Tense Part Two. I'm probably probably aren't any Romulans in that I'm one. I'm super excited but to see how it. We'll ends. get to find out about uh, Gabriel Bell. <laughs> And his uh, great, great, great riot. Yep. Uh, blood fever. Okay. Uh, it's a you know how Vulcan sex episodes are always amazing. Yeah, that's definitely that one has points written all over it. And uh, and we're gonna watch uh, Exile. Who knows? Honestly, everybody, please send us more mail. That's uh, <laughs> God the song at Brother Day on Twitter. Go to the website. Check out all our dumb shit. Come Samida. Dumb, dumb dad is like, but it doesn't taste like apples. And the then they're like, no dad, shit, you idiot. Why are you, you such a idiot. fucking moron? Hey, is dad, mom, you fucking jerk. Is mom gonna peg you again tonight? Please subscribe.